In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, my Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Here in the tabernacle, my Lord, help me to pray. Benedict XVI, as many other uh, saints, those who follow Jesus, he explained that we need to remain in the school of prayer. And Pope Francis, one day he was praying in Argentina, in Buenos Aires, when he was the <clears throat> Archbishop of Buenos Aires. <clears throat> and then in his prayer, he realized, well, how am I praying? How is my prayer? How do I pray? And, and he went deep and deeper and deeper and, and trying to understand his prayer. And he realized that prayer is everything. This is why uh, to pray is one of the first consequences of the virtue of religion. It's a consequence of our faith, hope, and charity. We pray because we believe in God, we expect everything from Him, and we love Him, and we want to follow Him. And for this, we need to have a relationship with God. A relationship with God which is very special, unique. A relationship with Jesus, which is between you and him, between I and him. And this is something which is irrepeatable. As every single person, as you and me, we are irrepeatable. There is only one you. In front of God, this famous song, only you, is a reality. Only you, only you, but only you. There is nobody else like you. God does not repeat himself. When it's a matter of love, love is always creative. Love is always new. There is a sense of newness. Love. Uh, is prevails above all the famous chapter 13 of the letter to the Corinthians of St. Paul, the first letter to the Corinthians. And precisely today, in today's Gospel, in the Gospel of St. Matthew, we see how our Lord was uh, confronting again the scribes and Pharisees. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, Hypocrites. These are very strong words. And then our Lord explains uh, how the Pharisees were focusing in the strict fulfillment observation of the law. But they had emptied it. For you tied mint and dill and coming and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice, 
and mercy and faith. This you ought to have done without neglecting the others. But you blind guides straining out a gnat and swallowing a camel. And if we are not on guard and we focus on precisely matters of law, justice, mercy, and faith, we will end up just observing some rules, taking care of forms, formalism, but we empty the essence of the will of God, which is justice and mercy and faith. And this is essential, without neglecting the others. But if we focus on all this, well, the mind, the deal, the coming, which were herbs that the Jews used in, in cooking or to perfume the rooms. And even in, in, in these essences, in these uh, species, in these little things, they were practicing the type. They were separating the 10% is for the temple. And they were focusing on it and they were neglecting justice, mercy, and faith. And this is what is important without neglecting the others. But giving the content to all this, why are you taking care of the mint and the deal and the coming? Why are you taking care of all these little things? Because of faith, mercy, and justice. And this is why today I wanted to talk about a, something which our Lord also explains in, in the Gospels, which is the little things. To take care of the little things out of love. Love for God and love for the others. Well done, good and faithful servant, because you have been faithful in little, you will be entrusted in what is great in a lot. But the little things, if we look at the life of Jesus, if we look at the life of Mary, if we look at the life of Joseph, we will realize that there are many, many occasions in which there were extraordinary situations. But at the same time, the life of Jesus, the life of Mary was a life which was normal, ordinary life. You know very well how St. Jose Maria, Escriba, the founder of Opus Dei, used to say that for us, these 30 years of the hidden life of Jesus, the life of Jesus there in Nazareth, when he was another one among those in Nazareth, these are years full of light. The hidden life of Jesus is, is a very good example for us of Jesus, Mary, Joseph, Sanctifying the ordinary duties, the little things of every day. And this is very important for us. We are not going to, to have a extraordinary situation. Well, now, obviously, this is a quite extraordinary situation. But 
in practical terms, this extraordinary situation that you have to remain at home, that you have to work from home, that you have to be uh, practically the whole day at home with your parents, with your siblings, or with whoever in your family. This situation is made up of plenty little things. Obviously, there is this mean, this uh, deal, this coming, no? I mean, these little things. But why are we taking care of all these little things? Because there is mercy, because there is faith, because there is justice, because there is love above all. And if we don't take care of the little things, we can say with words that we believe in God, but at the end of the day, we are neglecting what is essential. And if we take care of little things without love, these little things don't sanctify. They are a kind of a, well, formalism, and we become hypocrites. There are always the two extremes. Or we take care of the little things without love, and then this is the order, no? the manayas, no? I mean, the, the strict sense of fulfilling what is our duty, many little things, and this is, this is good, but all this is empty. Why are you doing all this? And there is, it leads to rigidity. We get upset when we are, are changed, when our plans are changed. There are, and therefore, what is missing there? Love. You are doing all this and you don't know why. It's empty. And there is the other extreme. We focus on loving, but this love is scattered. This love is, is an ideal love, which is not concrete and specific. And we love, but in general. And it's not possible to love in general. God loves each one of us. And we need to show with this that we love. How are we going to show with this that we love? In little things. If we struggle to, to live to fulfill, as Santa Maria explained, no? the little duty of every moment, we will build up what he used to call the unity of life. That our life is only one and is in front of God. That our life, uh, when we are working through Zoom or through internet or when we are, when we, I don't know, you are, have managed to go to the, to the office or to your work, your place of work. But wherever we are, when we are at home, when we are with our friends, when we are praying, when, all this is one and we are in front of God. What gives this consistency that prevents us to become hypocrites? The little duty of every moment. This is the unity of life, the coherence of life, the consistency of life. My life is the same, wherever I am, with whoever I am. I am always in front of God. Then we cannot be hypocrites that we say one thing and afterwards we do another thing. We cannot be hypocrites that we say with our mouth and yes, 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 but afterwards we don't do anything. We don't show it with this that we love. And we need to show it with it. And then there is 
the simplicity, there is also this uh, humility. Simplicity because sometimes also we are thinking of doing great things. We are thinking of carrying out you know, big uh, achievements or, or <clears throat> Uh, getting getting done many things and then at the end of the day we need to realize well this is my life and today uh, I need to wake up at this time the heroic minute and afterwards the heroic minute is precisely not to give in to laziness and to stand up no I mean to get out of bed no I mean and then to start praying or to start getting ready because you have to whatever you have to do and afterwards, the punctuality to be there working and then the, the fortitude and the patience to endure, to resist your reactions, your irritations, your moods. These are little things. The little gesture of smiling, the little gesture of getting, keeping quiet and not saying anything. Why are you doing this? A little thing. But if you do this constantly, because we are in front of God, our life becomes one life in front of God. And this is nice. And this is the real holiness that God is expecting from each one of us. The consistency, the, the, the solid interior life, which is reaching all the different dimensions of our life professional, social, uh, family life, interior life, our inner world, our thoughts, our desires, our heart is being purified, our heart is being enlarged, our heart is changed, is transformed. Our heart is, is transformed in the sense that all these bad intentions that we will feel then but at the same time, we are able to govern no, with the will, with, with the grace of God, no, and to say, this is wrong, and I'm not going to do it, and I'm not going to keep it in my heart. And, and then we reject the, the, the resentments, the grudges. All this is the consequence of this struggle. If we are consistent, we will see how we, we become stronger. And we are little by little taking care of little things, but with a lot of love, with a lot of affection, doing the things for God. Not for us to feel fine, not because we have to do it. In the 30 years of the hidden life of Jesus, we see that there is a kind of pace of life. Our life is, is ruled by time. I was, I don't know, you have sometimes, no, I mean, maybe precisely you cannot leave your place, no, I mean, now the things are a bit more relaxed. But uh, when you have been in the same place, no, for two weeks, one month, no, I mean, and you realize that it's not prudent, too much prudent, no, I mean, to, to move around and then you need to remain at home. You would like to go here, to go there, no, I mean, well, little by little, <clears throat> we realize that 
Well, today is Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday and Sunday and then again Monday and Tuesday. There is, there is a kind of a rhythm, pace of time that we can't stop. I was saying that last year, around the beatification, then, uh, or two years ago, or last year, then time flies, then uh, there was there was a kind of class or talk no, or conference given by a priest who was the vice postulator of, of Guadalupe. Vice postulator means the second postulator because he was in Spain. And many of the testimonies collected about the, the life of Guadalupe or the blessed Guadalupe were precisely in, in Spain. So this is why there was this priest there, no, taking care of the process of beatification and canonization of Guadalupe. And then he was explaining something that uh, struck me because at the end of the day, we could see no Guadalupe or Don Alvaro, blessed Alvaro, or Saint Jose Maria, or Saint John Paul II, or any other saint. And he was talking about the, the cross of time. Afterwards, I was thinking, our oh, Lord told us, take up your cross daily and follow him. To take up your cross daily, every day, because today is Monday. And tomorrow, today is Tuesday. Yesterday was Monday. Tomorrow is Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. And, and again, Monday. Where is your cross today? Daily. And we will be able to, to take up our cross daily if we follow our Lord in these little things. Daily. Because our cross, our following Jesus, is there in the little things. And the cross of time is a cross. And then we perceive the routine, the monotony. And if we are like a bit overwhelmed with this monotony, if we feel a bit overwhelmed with this routine, and next week is going to be the same, and the next Tuesday is going to be the, and the next, and then you feel like you cannot breathe. You feel overwhelmed then we need to put our love. You're overwhelmed with things that have not happened. You're overwhelmed because you are not accepting your existence, your life, that is a normal life, the 30 years of hidden life, and we are expecting for something that will motivate us. How many people know, I mean, that just last week, I mean, they were just looking at the week, no, I mean, then thinking of Sunday. Sunday is going to be the final of the Champions League. Mm. And then they were already before, no, on Tuesday. It's going to be the semi-final, no, between this team and then on Wednesday and then the final on Sunday, no, I mean, and the life is there, no, they are just expecting to see. This is very human. This is a reality. But... The truth is that, well, what happens from Wednesday, no, I mean, till Sunday, no, that you have first day, Friday, Saturday, and then the whole Sunday because the mass was in the night. 
And then they, they are expecting expectation. Well, our, our expectation is not just the weekend. Obviously, it's very human, as I am saying, and we expect things. <clears throat> and we are looking forward for, for some uh, events in our lives, obviously, and, and this is, I mean, we need to expect them, you know, it's, it's obvious. No? But when apparently there are no expectations, there is not some, nothing is motivating us, no, I mean, to wake up in the morning, no, I mean, and to do this and to do that. Well, if we don't wake up, if we don't, if we don't look further to our existence, I mean, then we get a bit depressed, overwhelmed, afraid. We lack hope. Expectation comes from what are you expecting? What is in your heart? What did you expect? And this is very much related precisely to this cross of time, because hope is something, it's an expectation for the future. And this is the point, what St. Jose Maria said, you need to discover God in the most ordinary circumstances of, you, of your life. Otherwise, you will not discover him ever. The justice, the mercy and faith of God, you have to discover it in your ordinary circumstances. And you need to give to everything you do a new dimension of faith, mercy, justice. Looking at everything you do, from the point of view of God. And then the ordinary work, which is the same on Monday, on Tuesday, on Wednesday, on Thursday, or your ordinary duties at home with your family, or your friends, or what, or your relationship with the same God. All this gets, acquires a new dimension, a dimension of love. And then is when we pray, thinking, about the other's needs, how to help, how to understand. It's also when we work with the spirit of service and with this sense of prayer, we offer it up. And it's also when we, at home, you know, with your family, you take care of, of, of the little things, of all of them, but these the little things in my world, the little things in, in, in my social life, in, in the family life at home, is the little things in, in my relationship with God. It's the little things also in our personal apostolate, many little things. Why? Out of love. And this is what breaks the routine in the wrong sense of monotony, tediousness, boredom. And we are expecting something new. We are expecting something ahead. <clears throat> we need to struggle to have the real hope. We need to struggle to take care of many little things with simplicity, with naturalness, with humility, because this is what we have. And it prevents us also to think of the wishful thinking. If I were in this other office, if I were, if I had this job, if I had to study medicine and you're a lawyer, and then the, the medical doctors, they will say, why am I doing this? If I had to study law, or the architect will say, no, I mean, if I have to study engineering, and the engineers will say, you have to study arts. No, I mean, we could go on and on. And there is always this, 
this wishful thinking, sorry, this is your reality today. Stop thinking of an ideal situation. Stop thinking of a reality which is not real, it's in your imagination. It doesn't exist. And it prevents you to discover God in the most ordinary circumstances of your life. Do you see God in the ordinary circumstances? Do you offer up many little things all along the day, the punctuality, the gestures, the details of charity? Your struggle to live in general many of the virtues of fortitude, gestures of for details, no, I mean of piety. Just I'm going to pray even if I don't feel like I'm going to pray and I'm going to be there for our Lord. Just even if I don't feel at all to pray, I'm going to make an act of love. This is, this is the fulfillment of the ordinary duties. And then you are struggling not just to pray that you feel that you are praying, but as an act of love. Somebody was telling me really that precisely the prayer, more than to a conversation with God, more than to, to do something on our part is just be there, be there for God. And obviously, God will give you conversation. And we need to go through a process of purification of our heart, of our mind, and we need to go through it. And many times we reveal, we say, this is boring, I don't see anything, this makes no sense. Endure, resist. If we do this one day, another day, even you have the feeling of wasting time, you're not wasting time. Why are we carrying out the little duty of every moment? Why are we trying to be focused? Because we want to love. All this is out of love. And if you remove the love from the fulfillment of all these little things, we become hypocrites. And then you take care not of little things, because the little things out of love sanctify us. They make us holy. They get us, help us to get closer to God. But if you don't, you, you carry out these little things. They are not little things. They are what they call in Italian pettegolezze, pitiness. It becomes manayas. No? I mean, it's, it's just we, we are taking care of the mint, no, and and the, and the and the coming, no, I mean, and the deal, no. But we are not taking care of love. And all this becomes ridiculous. And this is what happens. That we are trying many times to take care of little things, and then afterwards we are neglecting the real ones. Justice. Yes, how do you, why, why do you tell me that you have not prayed this devotion that you have, no? And afterwards you place yourself in a situation of sin. There is, there is a there is a lack of proportion there is a contradiction there is there is something wrong here we become hypocrites no i i didn't uh, i don't know I, I i i didn't arrive on time to work no i mean but then afterwards you were doing things which were wrong 
And this is the problem. Little things out of love. And if we leave the little things out of love, which prevents us to carry out this, this kind of, this lack of consistency, then we will, we will advance and our life will be one. Otherwise, the, the Pharisees were hating, chasing our Lord, demanding from the other things that they were not ready to do. Hypocrites. They were just taking care of the forms, no? I mean, taking care of the external forms, but with what is within them? Bad intentions, corruption, greediness, lust, no? I mean, self-comfort seeking. And if we are not a bit on guard, the same happens to us. Exactly the same. If you are just keeping the, the manners, not the forms, become hypocrites. You see, this, this struggle against this lack of consistency is going to be something that will be always there in our lives. We need to, to struggle always to keep this unity of life. We, we will need to be told many times, hey, take care of the little things. Take up your cross daily and follow him. Where is God in the ordinary circumstances of your life? Do you feel overwhelmed because everything is the same? How are you going to renew yourself? How are you going to discover God in the ordinary circumstances of your life, in, the, in this monotony? How are you going to transform this monotony into, into a poem of, of love, with aspirations, with little mortifications, and also with a, very, with a sense of joy, with humility? Well, it's time for us to finish. Let us ask the Blessed Virgin Mary to help us to live the consistency of life, taking care of the little things out of love, to get this unity of life strong and solid because we are making acts of love, faith and hope because we are taking care of justice, mercy and faith in the fulfillment of the little duty of every moment as San Jose Maria told us. I thank you, my Lord, for the good resolutions affections and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.